At last she spied a dull red shine, and came upon the my-car window, and thence away and round about, and right into a cavern, where glowed the red embers of a fire. Here the thread began to rise. It rose as high as her head, and higher still. What should she do if she lost her hold? She was pulling it down. She might break it. She could see it far up, glowing as red as her fire opal in the light of the embers. But presently she came to a huge heap of stones, piled in a slope against the wall of the cavern. On these she climbed, and soon recovered the level of the thread, only, however, to find, the next moment, that it vanished through the heap of stones, and left her standing on it, with her face to the solid rock. For one terrible moment she felt as if her grandmother had forsaken her, the thread which the spiders had spun far over the seas, which her grandmother had sat in the moonlight and spun again for her, which she had tempered in the rose fire and tied to her opal ring, had left her, had gone where she could no longer follow it, had brought her into a horrible cavern and there left her. She was forsaken indeed. "'When shall I wake?' she said to herself in an agony. "'but at the same moment she knew it was no dream. "'She threw herself upon the heap and began to cry. "'It was well she did not know what creatures, "'one of them with stone shoes on her feet, "'were lying in the next cave. "'But neither did she know who was on the other side of the slab. "'At length the thought struck her "'that at least she could follow the thread backwards "'and thus get out of the mountain and home.' She rose at once and found the thread. But the instant she tried to fill it backwards, it vanished from her touch. Forwards it led her hand up to the heap of stones, 